going on, everybody? This is Zach. This is Craig. Coming to you for like, I've, I've lost count. It's so many weeks in a row we've done this. I don't know. Eight, nine, ten. I forgot how to count. The quarantine. Enough. Enough. The quarantine's messing with my brain. The quarantine can't even stop voluntarily rolling. Yes, so. we are not practicing social distancing now, but you should. We are six feet away from each other, if that makes you feel any better at if, home. And if that's why the audio is trash, then so be it. <laughs> but um, we are going to talk about that a little bit, but we're also going to talk about some other stuff to kind of... We actually have sports to talk about this time. We have sports to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about some movies, maybe some music a little bit, and then we'll end with the what everybody else in the world right now is talking about. Kung flu. The Kung flu. The Chinese flu. The China flu. <laughs> but um, we'll get to All that. Right. We will get to that. But, but yeah, there's actually sports to talk about for the first time in two weeks. Three, maybe. It's the NFL free agency period. With the draft coming up, a lot of big-name guys have swapped teams. Um, there's still a few decent players out there unsigned I mean it's, it, it's cool to see who's left um, who's yeah. going to make what moves but based on what I've seen so far I mean obviously there's the big one Brady to the Bucks um, Gurley to the Falcons is interesting I, I think um, no it's not I'll tell you why in a minute but it's not Gurley, I think Gurley to the Falcons is interesting I think um, Brady to the Bucks is one of them pump the brakes on that right for right now and I'll tell you that in a minute. Oh. Um a lot of teams got better at positions that they needed to get better at, including our Packers. They they signed Christian Kirksey. The, he played for the Browns, but um he's the kind of linebacker they needed up the middle. He's a little bit more athletic than Blake Martinez. You know, Martinez led the league in tackles what two years in a row. Something like that. But You'll agree with me, I'm sure. It seemed like most of his tackles were... Five yards down. Five yards, yeah. He wouldn't come in the hole and stop them. He was waiting on them to get to him. But Which is whack sauce. So let's hear why you think the Gurley Atlanta trade is... Or not trade. Signing is big. First off, Gurley's underperformed. Yeah, he has. I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. Uh, He does not fit the Atlanta system. Which is humming the tater. Yeah. Uh, also, Atlanta has the amazing ability to poison everything they touch, and what potential Ty Gurley has is going to be ruined simply by being in the city of Atlanta because he's going to get comfortable being a former Georgia graduate, and Athens is about an hour down the road. Yeah. I think we're seeing a regression. I see, I mean, this, unless there's going to be some serious changes in the Falcon system, the way they operate on offense, I don't see this being a, I mean, this. From a talent standpoint, is an upgrade. They're they're rebranding on Madden. This team is going to be ridiculous, stupid. Yeah. On offense, but you're right. I mean, running back wasn't their problem. No, there's a whole host of problems that Atlanta yeah. had. And Todd running, Gurley's not going to fix their defense, or play calling, or time clock management, or situational <laughs> awareness. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he if. Honestly, and I say this hoping that I'm wrong, but I feel like there's some more there with that with his injury status. Like I feel like his knees just aren't what they used to be. Well, I mean, because the Rams kept saying they're 
load management or whatever. They're minimizing his carries. Well, then you get – this was two years ago, not last year, but two years ago, remember, they said that. Then they got to the big game, and he still didn't play. Yeah. Like, what are you saving carries for if it's not the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl? Yeah. So I feel like there's something going on there, but that does have at least potential if he can – they're rebranding, as I mentioned, they're, which doesn't really make much sense unless they go back to the old school black jerseys with the red helmets. Mm. If they don't go back to Dirty Birds, then they don't need to be rebranded. No, they're going to do something dumb. And it's going to look kind of like the Battle Hawks, I'm going to guess. Hopefully they don't go to Georgia Bulldog uniform colors. Cause well, me they're and, already red and black. Well, they ain't got that them gray pants. Don't get me started <laughs> on the gray pants. I think, uh, listen, this summer we have to come up with content. Apparently we can do uniform judging all day. I'm a freaking vet and that's just, I'm a purist when it comes to football <laughs> uniforms. If they don't look clean, I'm, I'm not happy. So, I mean, but we'll see. But, George basketball uni, so. They look a lot better. Yeah, they do. Um, so, you got Gurley there. A trade that I didn't even mention that I thought was just mind-boggling was the Cardinals send a second and David Johnson to the Texans for a fourth and DeAndre Hopkins. Who saw that coming? It's pro- I mean, I would say in no particular order, top three receivers in the league is going to be Julio, Hopkins, and Michael Thomas. Yeah. And you just traded him for literally nothing. David Johnson's washed up. He hasn't been good since Hard Knocks was filmed with the Cardinals. I mean, he can't stay healthy. And you don't even get a first-round pick back for him. The, the One of the top three receivers in the league. I'm talking about a guy who two years ago, Craig, had 140-something catches, zero drops. Yeah. And they give it – I mean, does that make – No, because and I'll tell you why it doesn't make any sense. Because the Houston Texans uh, head of football operations, I think, is Bill O'Brien, the head coach. And Bill O'Brien's an idiot. Yes, he is proven that he, he – I mean – we're they, potentially watching him waste Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson could have been everything Cam Newton could have been. Yeah, Deshaun Watson was – he had the size, he had the arm, he has the speed. Um, and you have talent around him, and you don't need many more pieces, and you go and ship out his best weapon. For nothing. A washed-up running back and a second-round pick. Yeah. That's not good. No. That, and what a steal. We're not even talking about how good the Cardinals fleeced this. Because now, not only does Kyler Murray, who is growing and developing as a quarterback, not only does he get to throw it to Larry Fitzgerald. Again, which uh, it seems like he's never going to retire. No. And why should he? He's been playing at a similar level for the last four or five They've years. They've got Christian Kirk. They've got Kenyon Drake, who since he got to Arizona was. Even better <laughs> than the Kenyon Drake I saw in Miami. Yeah. Um. They got Andy Isabella, who's a, just a straight burner. Christian Kirk. I mean, their their offenses. And, and now they got DeAndre Hawkins and Tom the Tater too. Like Calamari's, they're slowly building into an offensive. And they have a play caller who is perfect for literally everything he has. Yeah. Murray, Hopkins, Fitzgerald, Drake, Kirk. I mean, literally. You're about to see a click, and they got a pretty high pick, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, they finished, you know, like 
three and eleven and two or something like that. They had an ugly record. So, I mean, does he go get another weapon? Does he work on that defense? Because look out, look out for Arizona. Because if they can, if they can do something on the defense side of the ball and get better there, their offense is going to put up numbers. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Um, I was I'm the first to admit that I was very low on Kyler Murray originally coming out of college. Um, and I didn't get – I watched him play one game because he played the Packers this year, but obviously I've seen all of his highlights. And he didn't do that bad. I mean, Consider, all things considered. Yeah, based on the situation he was in, it could have went a lot worse. Because you got to think this isn't just Kyler Murray's rookie season. This is Cliff Kingsbury's – excuse me, Cliff Kingsbury's rookie season as an NFL coach as well. So there's a learning curve for both of them. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, uh, I got a sneaky pick. I think this was a or a sneaky pickup. I think this was a good get. Okay. My personal MVP for the NFL last season was Teddy Bridgewater, and Carolina recognized his talents and has picked him up to replace Cam Newton. Yeah. Uh, Bridgewater is a really good quarterback. Really good with the ball. All he has to do is throw ten yard out routes and hand the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he's literally got the best all-around back in the league right now, and it's not even close. Yeah. And they scoop a receiver. Bridgewater proved that he can win ball games because I remember. <laughs> excuse me. I remember everybody saying when Drew Brees went out, and they said what six weeks. Everybody said, well, if the Saints can just go three and three, they got a tough schedule. Blah blah blah. Yeah. He rounded off what all of them or lost yeah, just one of them. Like, they went six and zero. Yeah. Bridgewater's not a bad quarterback. And he wasn't just wowing people with numbers, but he has the ability to. We've seen him do it in the past. Yeah. If he can stay healthy, that might be a huge pickup for the Panthers. Yeah. Because didn't they get Joe Brady? Didn't he go to the Panthers? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure Joe Brady is now the OC with the Panthers or whatever. So, I mean, wowzers. Yeah. I mean, the Panthers might be about to sneak up on people. So, and then uh, yeah. the same division, Brady goes to the Bucks. That whole division is about to be hot. I want to point that out. The end of South is usually pretty much a joke. Yeah. And uh, the Saints are going to be good next year. The Bucks pick up Brady, and we'll dive into the uh, that situation in a second. The Panthers pick up Teddy Bridgewater and got instantly a lot better. Yeah. And the only other team in that division is the Falcons, and we know the Falcons are going to suck anyway. So. But they've got the talent that. They can have a good record. They're going to choke in the playoffs, but they've got the talent that – I mean, their offense is going to go out and literally win them games. games. I see them them going 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Yeah. I mean, I would say their offense is going to go win 7, maybe 8, and they're going to luck up and the defense is going to play decent. I mean, you never know. But that that division quite possibly goes from the worst top to bottom – to the best, yeah. Over uh, this period, based yeah. on you know, you still got the draft and. I mean, a lot more things have to shake out, but I mean that division look, already looks mo- the most. Cam Newton sends out this tweet, this cryptic, well, not even a cryptic message. It was on his Instagram, and he puts a weird font where it's like. I ignore the read. I don't even. I can't. Him I can't read it. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. But. I'll tell you what he's doing. Cam had Cam should have jumped on the football in the 2015 Super Bowl, but he didn't. Lost the game, and now he's paying the price for being lazy. 
And that is, he's not going anywhere. And people won't admit that Cam Newton is done. Like, he, he, he's too hurt. He's been hurt too much. And it's not necessarily having two injuries. It's the injuries that he had. Yeah. Are just, it's back and shoulder. And being a quarterback, that's two really, really important. You know, that's two bad problems to have. Cam's done. Yeah. Okay, and then we got a couple more before we get to Brady. Jameis um, Winston hasn't been picked up by anybody, and based on what I read, the phones aren't ringing. Winston, dude, Winston had a phenomenal year. Other than the picks, if he didn't throw the picks, he'd have all all. And here's the thing: I don't know if it's the if it really was if he had bad eyes or not. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I'm not making excuses for the guy. I've said it on here before: Jameis Winston has the arm talent of a top quarterback. It's all his problem is mental. And again, I don't know if it's literally that he couldn't see or if he just can't read a defense. But if he goes to the if he can get with the right guy. Mm-hmm. Quarterback wise, James Winston could be a force. But you never know. What do you think about Granddaddy Rivers coming to Indy? You have. I'm conflicted on Rivers because Rivers is a good quarterback. Yeah. Who's never won anything? Yeah, literally. Granted, you got to factor in where he played. Yeah, there were times where those Charger teams were loaded. Really good. LT. Yeah, I mean, they were past year. They were good. Yeah, they just happened to choke. They've got they had Bosa, Bosa and Ingram off the edge. They got Derwin James back there lurking around. They got Mike Williams, uh, Keenan Allen, Gordon uh, Eckler. I mean, Hunter Henry. They they were loaded with talent, but they never win anything. No, and I don't understand Indianapolis is thinking. I haven't seen the contract yet. That'll that'll change my that'll either harden my opinion or maybe change it. I just what, this is a stopgap quarterback. This is Rivers is going to play there what two years maybe at the most, and then he goes back or he retires back to Athens. And you have you had Jacoby Brissett already on, on already the there, knew the system. And does, Brissett has played. There are moments where Brissett's really good. Yeah, he's not very consistent, but they've got a great O line, and yeah. they've got some. I mean, they have some piece, some building pieces to build around, but. You're, so pretty much you're looking at a team that's in kind of a rebuild mode and you go get a quarterback that's going to give you two years. Maybe. Maybe. Why? I don't, I don't understand. Are they expecting in the next couple of years Andrew Luck to, or not Andrew Luck, but the next Andrew Luck to become available? Who's the <coughs> quarterback two years from now? Do we even know? Uh, Justin Herbert, maybe. He's, he's coming out this draft. No, he'll be out next year. Really? Yeah. I thought he was coming. No, he's no. got one more year. Justin Herbert's got one more year. Coming I swear he's been this Not year. Justin Herbert. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Trevor Lawrence. Oh, no. He'll be way too high on the list for the Colts to get. The Colts will end up going 7-9. and nine. Yeah, because they're, they, they just, they're like half rebuild, half not rebuild. Yeah, I don't understand their strategy at it. Rivers should have went to a team like. And it's not like he's going to an easy division either because the Titans and the Texans are both pretty stingy. And I'm curious to see what the Jaguars do with Gardner Minshew. I think the Jaguar, oh, man, I don't know, man. The, Jag- the AFC, listen, the NFC South was easy to predict because it was like the Saints are really good and everybody else mm-hmm. could be good. They, uh, the AFC South is the most knuckleball division because you don't know. One team's good, but it's different every year. Yeah. But it's not usually the Jags. It's rare when it's the Jags. 
But the Jags just blew my mind two years ago when they had all that talent on defense. And they could have went to the Super they Bowl. Just, had, had, had the AFC Championship in their hands. They just didn't have an offense to save their lives. And they're gonna give the they're gonna let Minshew be the guy. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I think he earned it. I think he earned a I chance. Mean, he played to, about as well as you could expect. Yeah, I think he earned the ability. To, I think he earned the chance to go in and you know it be his team from the beginning. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, the Broncos get Melvin Gordon. I'm not sold on this pick. I'm not. I'm not high on Melvin Gordon. This dude held out last year for a big time contract and got it, and then uh, didn't do anything. Yeah. So I don't know if this is a good pickup or not. I don't know what the Broncos are doing. I'm in the same position with the Colts as I am with the Broncos because I get they're both trying to rebuild after Peyton Manning, and it's a really hard thing to do when you have a generational quarterback come in and lead you to a Super Bowl. Uh. But it's just I don't. I, I just don't know what their front offices are thinking. I think they got the. I think they got their future. I think Drew Locke's going to be a decent quarterback. Um, they've got a really good. They've got a one really good receiver. Von Miller's kind of getting on up there in age. He's not going to be. He can't carry the defense. Like no. He used to. Um, there for a while they had Chris Harris and Aqib Tlaib, and they don't have either one. Of, I think they still got Chris Harris. Maybe I don't know. I know Aqib Tlaib's gone. <coughs> yeah. So I mean, that's not there anymore. Bradley Chubb is coming off the edge is decent, but like, like you said, they're still kind of trying to rebuild, and it's kind of in the same boat as Philip Rivers. Like you got Philip Lindsay, who's a twenty-four-year-old back, twenty-four, twenty-five. I can't remember, but he's he's good enough. Yeah. Does getting Melvin Gordon really give you that good of? Does it? Is he that much of an upgrade? Yeah. No. I don't know. I don't think he is. I don't think he is either. Philip Lindsay's very underrated. No, so. yeah, he has been his whole career. He was undrafted. Yeah, he's, he's a surprisingly good running back. Yes, and then let's see a couple more that I want to touch on before we get to the big one. Darius Slay goes to the Eagles. Not sold. I've always liked Darius Slay from a sense that he was good, but he was the only really good thing the Lions had. Yeah. Um. But he's going to go to the Eagles, and they're going to suck. So, <laughs> Nick Foles comes to Chicago. That proves Mr. Trubisky was trash. Me and you have said he's trash. Now, everybody, now you have to confront it to your face, Bears fans. Trubisky is terrible. I just want to point out, I work with a Bears fan, and he, is, he reminds me every day that they could have drafted Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, and instead they trade up to get – Mitchell Trubisky. Complete bust. Um, when you look at it from the aspect of they could have got Mahomes, like looking back on it now, that might have been one of the worst draft moves in a really long time. Yeah. At the time, you didn't know Mahomes was going to be what he is. But looking back on it, it's kind of like the Greg Oden, Kevin Durant thing. Like, yeah. You look back on that, the Trailblazers could have had Durant, and they yeah. took Greg Oden instead. But the difference in that pick and this one is, at the time, that seemed pretty smart because Greg Oden was really good. He in was really good at Ohio State. He was really good. He was definitely. I think he was worth the hype at the time. I do too. I, injuries is just what ruined him. Injuries hurt him. Um, what hurt Mitchell Trubisky is the fact that he's garbage. He's garbage at Carolina, and he. And I love to see it as a Packers fan, but you hate to see it as a football fan. The Bears just absolutely 
wasting away this fantastic defense that they have built in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, you got Khalil Mack coming off the edge. You got Eddie Jackson running around back there. You, I mean, there's their defense is just phenomenal, ridiculous. And because their offense is an F, quarterback sucks beyond. I mean, literally, I haven't. the The last game they played the Packers this year, he threw I think two picks. But if the Packers could catch, if it wasn't negative ten degrees outside, he would have thrown eight or nine. Yeah. So, and, you know, as a Packers fan, I do want the Bears games to at least – I want the Packers to win, but I do want the Bears games to be good because I want rivalry games to be entertaining, which I must say, you know, game one was entertaining if you like defense like I do. I thought that was a phenomenal game. Nerve-wracking all the way through. You can ask Zach, text messages, text messages that night were not very <laughs> – We were just – we were – we jumped the gun on the floor and said we didn't like him because he couldn't score – but turns out the Bears' defense was as advertised. They're, they're they were really as good. good. They were as good as I thought they would be. They're really, really good. So, but is Nick Foles the answer in Chicago? I don't know what to make in Nick Foles. I really don't. Because he's, he's clearly good. It's Super Bowl MVP. He did it in the biggest stage. Yeah. But he just hasn't done it consistently. Consistently, and it's injuries. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Is it? Is it his job to come in straight off his? Should be. Mm-hmm. I would think so. But at the same time, are they just bringing him in to push Trubisky? But Trubisky's not any good. Like, And I heard somebody say on the radio, I'm not sure who it is, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it in my own words, kind of. Trubisky would have a couple games where you'd kind of be like, okay. He's pretty good. And then he would just come back and have a thirty-nine percent completion percentage the next game, and you're like, "Who is this guy? Yeah, why is he doing this?" So, I don't know. But now the big one: Tom Brady jump ship on the Patriots. I thought I saw that coming. I knew he was leaving. And how funny that he jumped ship to go to the Buccaneers. Um, I think it would be. Uh, here's the thing with Tom Brady. You either love him or you hate him. There's none of this. I don't, you know, if you're a football fan, you either love Tom Brady or you just can't stand the guy. I'm more on the can't stand the guy. And if you can't stand him, you act. This is for the first time in my lifetime you want the Patriots to be decent. If you don't like Tom Brady, because it shows. Yes, the, if you if you are a Brady hater, you need the Patriots to go twelve and four to win the AFC East again. Yeah, just to kind of solidify the fact that Brady was a system QB. Yeah, but if you're a Brady lover, you this don't. is actually not a bad move. Mike Evans is really good. Yeah, who's a who, do you know who Charles about? Godwin's really good. Ronald Jones has potential to be good at running back. He's like he's six two, two thirty. Oh, he's a big running back. But he's man. quick. He, yeah. he ran like a four three or four four. He's from USC. He's got the physical makeup to be good. I think him and Arians kind of butted heads a little bit. Yeah. But they got OJ Howard at tight end too. He's an underrated tight end. I've got, seen OJ Howard play a long time, and when he turns it on, he's yeah. really good. And then Chris Godwin on the other side of Mike Evans, like you mentioned, and yeah, they're the, Godwin is a phenomenal receiver. Evans is a phenomenal receiver, but 
the thing that just with the Bucks, the thing that kind of I don't know. Those receivers and Tom Brady don't their play styles do not match. Mike Evans is six five, six six, and two hundred forty pounds. He doesn't run slants and and drag routes. He runs Guns. go routes, and I'm gonna throw the ball up, and you're gonna jump up and catch it. Chris Godwin can run those routes. He's more of a route runner, but Bruce Arians' offense is and always has been. We're gonna throw some ball. We're gonna come yeah. out slinging the tater. Yeah. Um, Carson Palmer was in it, and Carson Palmer at one time was really good. People forget that, but Carson Palmer was a pretty decent quarterback at one time in his career. I just don't think Brady. That division is going to be really interesting. We're going to get Brady Breeze twice twice next year. That's going You're going to awesome. get Aaron and, and Brady. Brady. There's going to be a lot of high-profile matchups yeah. with the Bucks. The, the stock value of the Bucks is definitely one of But I just don't see the Bucks. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, see the, I don't see them making no big Super Bowl run. But if it does, then I will tip my cap and say Brady's the, Brady's the GOAT. Um, if, if, we'll if he's got a two-year contract and the Bucks won the Super Bowl either one of those years, I'll hand him it. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <coughs> um, one more thing that I forgot to mention. This isn't really – this isn't anybody changing teams. This is the Titans, and I know you get your news from up there, so you've heard a lot about this, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Giving Tannehill the big deal and franchise tagging Derrick Henry, what's your thoughts on that? They're going to try and – you can tag two years in a row, right? I think so. I think over the next two years, you're going to see a very good talk. As long as Henry keeps playing like he does, uh, the Titans are going to, over the next two years probably figure out exactly what Henry needs to be paid. Yeah. They're going to figure out how to make it work in the cap space. I bet there's – they're going to have to figure it out. The Titans know they're going to have to figure it out. And Henry knows that they're going to have to figure it out. Yeah. But Henry also has to produce. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this – I don't want this AFC Championship run they had this last year to be a fluke. So they're gonna have to do it again. Right. If, but I mean, why they pay Tannehill, I have no earthly idea because he didn't show up once the playoffs started, which he didn't really have to until the AFC Championship game. Right. The argument I heard to go against you, and I agree with you 127 percent. Like, yeah. I, I completely agree with you. But the argument that I heard against it that stuck out to me was. Late in that AFC Championship game, when you're down ten, Derrick Henry's not really on the field because he's not that kind of running back. And my rebuttal to that argument would be: without Derrick Henry, you're not in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. And it's not his fault that the you know the offense didn't get going. He controls one aspect of the. I, I think part of what the Titans do need to do is they do need to get another receiver. AJ Brown is really good. Mm-hmm. But Corey got, Davis is, is not living Corey, up to the hype. Corey Davis is not living up to the hype. Neither is a <coughs> – crap, I can't remember the other one they have. And they cut Delaney Walker, so they really don't have a tight end. No. So they need a tight end. Well, and, they got – his name's like Jonu Smith, but he can't stay healthy either. No. I mean – So you need to go out there. You need to figure out, you know, we need a tight end and at least one more receiver. And this is the draft. I mean, if you need a receiver, this is the draft for it. Yeah. So. So, I think part of that is they've – I bet there's discussion with Henry, like, you know, this is the plan we're going with the draft. Yeah, we're we're tagging you right now, but we want you here. We, we want you here, but we got to figure out how to get to a 
And just people people get it twisted that because he got franchise tag, he didn't get paid. The man got paid a lot of money. Yeah. It's just a one year thing. Yeah. And so it's not like he got he's playing for two mil next year. Like he's gonna be pay, playing for sixteen, eighteen, somewhere around in there. Like he's making Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that well franchise I don't know the details, but I'm pretty sure that a franchise tag you have to make like a top certain percentage of your position. Like you're one of the higher paid players there. Yeah. So he's making money. But you're right, Craig. Tannehill's just not I don't I don't think he's I don't know. I would I would like to see this be I want to see a full season of it. Yeah. Because maybe they work out a schematic fit yeah. on how to do this. Especially if they get a receiver or a tight end that's really going to help. Because you're going to take the load off Henry because then you could honest to God run play action and the defense won't know that you're throwing it at A.J. Brown. Yeah. You have another option. And the, the their defense is pretty pretty good. Yeah. The Titans, I mean, Titans got there based on Derrick the old school way to the AFC Championship. They got there on running the ball and playing defense. Yep. And the last for them to shut down the Ravens like they did. Yeah, I mean, that's talent. <laughs> yeah. Um, and scheme. Brable's got that Belichick in him. He knows. No, he's watching the Patriots game. You could see it. And when they were doing that match back and forth, where Brable did the stuff to run all the extra clock out. That, that is the most Belichick genius. thing I've ever seen. And that Belichick was... was heated, and it was awesome because literally he would do that. Yeah. That's something he would do. Yeah. So, the last one I want to talk about before we. Go to a break and then come back with something a little different. Oh, I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, okay. You, you go with what you're going to say. Mariota to the Raiders. It's not something I'm going to spend hardly any time on, but I do feel like Gru- he's not going there just at the bench. Gruden's going to have some stuff in the playbook for him. Yeah. And I think Derek Carr's on a really short leash right now. Oh, Absolutely. I don't know. I don't think Gruden sees Mariota as the guy, but he does see him as a maybe. And the Raiders are a team that's going to be on the up and ups here coming soon too. I People mean, make fun of Gruden for making all those moves, but hey, dude, Gruden's got rings. It's kind and it's he knows what to do. It's looking pretty smart right now. Yeah, because you end up with Josh Jacobs who. Was a surprise. I mean, yeah. people who watch Alabama knew he was good, but for him to be as good as he is, yeah, he's he was a top. I think statistically a top five back last year in the league. I mean, that's yeah mind-boggling to think about. Um, I mean, they got that kid from Eastern Washington, or Eastern Michigan coming off the edge, Max Crosby. I mean, they're, they're a few big players away from being – I mean, they're not, I don't see them competing in the next three or four – or next, at least the next two or three. They're going to Vegas, which is going to be nuts. Yeah. We'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting. But what's your question for me? What team came out the best based on all the moves that were made? I already have my answer, and when I say it, it'll be the most obvious answer you've ever heard. I want to hear yours first. No. What team came out the best out of all their moves? Out of everything that happened this weekend. Or this week. Man, I, I really don't know. That, right. That's tough. I got it for you. It's the most right. obvious answer. All right. The Bills. They, they, I was leaning towards the Bills because I forgot to mention they got <coughs> Stephon Diggs. No, they got the biggest thing of everything. They got Brady out of the division. Brady's out of the division, dude. If the Patriots aren't as good as they were last year, the Bills win the AFC East. Yeah, they do. And and getting Stephon Diggs is I mean, he's good. We we got torqued by him twice a year now for the past three. I mean, he's yeah. really good. So, a lot of that's going to be quarterback play, how all that works out. But dude, the Bills are sitting pretty right now. I would say 
in the Dolphins are on the AFC East may be interesting in the next few years. Oh yeah, absolutely. Coming from a Packers fan, not because they made great moves, but the teams around them kind of the Vikings ship digs out. Um, the the Lions continue to sell. The Lions continue to do things that just make no sense. They bring in Desmond Trufant and then get rid of Darius Slay, who's better and younger. So whatever. Um. And then the Bears pick up Jimmy Graham, which I think he's old and washed up. And then they also have really got a quarterback battle on their hands over there. And they're, I mean, neither one of them's proven. So it's going to be interesting. I think the Bills, I would agree with you. The Bills definitely. They won. They won the whole free agency thing. And I want to say they got a corner, too. I can't think. Who it was? Josh Norman, maybe. Maybe I'd have to go back and look at. Which all he's it. not what he used to be, but but he's, he's better than what they have. Yeah. So, so Tre'Davious White and Josh Norman is going to be pretty nasty. So um, we're going to take a quick break and come back with some what you call that more entertainment stuff, music. And music we're going to come at with some, we're going to do a little quick pop culture segment and then we'll we'll have some numbers on front updated thoughts on what's happened. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. Um, we're going to talk a little. We got to talk about something to get our mind off coronavirus. Um, so, me and Zach decided to dive into pop culture uh, this uh, for this episode. And uh, Zach proposed me an interesting question earlier. Um, this coronavirus, you know, they're saying a lot of times there's a two-week quarantine. Uh, so, let's say over this two-week quarantine, they give you five movies you get to watch. You're stuck. You're, they're quarantining you at you know Fort Jackson or Fort Benning or something. Oh, like you're that. you're you're on your. Or co- you're at home and everything and your internet's broke and you have five movies. You, you have get to, to pick watch. five movies that is on loop from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. Five movies. You don't have a cell phone. You don't have. You just have to watch these. You movies. just have to watch these movies. Give me those five movies. So, is this? We're not saying that these are. We're not saying these are the top all time. No, that's that's that's, that's a whole different discussion, and we'll have to take a lot into top that. Top five favorite movies, maybe, are more movies that you can watch over yeah. and over again. There's some movies, there's some movies that I love, but I can't watch them over and over, over and over. Yeah. I gotta, you know, I watch them every now and again. Yeah. So that was my question to Craig, and his list is good. My list is good. We want to hear y'all's list. But we'll start with Craig. Will give you one of his. I'll give you one of mine. If they're the same, we'll say they're the same. I yeah. got the same one. Whatever. All right. Coming in at a hot roasty number five. Um, I'm gonna have to say I'm trying to get one of every genre because you yeah. don't want all the same because then they all run together. But number five, I think I'm gonna go with the scary movie. I'm gonna go with uh, Oculus. Oculus is a great movie. It's, it's not on my list, but it is. It's it's one of them scary movies that actually freaked me out like a, like, and it wasn't like a whole lot of like gory thing. it was really a no. suspense yeah. movie like you really like you had to watch it but as you you know if you watch it pay attention to it it's a mind blowing thing because you don't know what's real you don't know what's not and then at the end you're like oh my gosh what did all happen it, I don't want to we're not going to go into the story of the movie no because, but you will get 10 brief reviews on these movies which is bonus yeah. bonus features but um Oculus is a fantastic movie I I'm not putting mine in one through five order. I'm just going to say, give me these five. It's whack. That's what I do. Whack. But Craig went with Oculus at his number five. 
starting my list off with a little um, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh my, that is a good one. And that's one of those movies, if you haven't seen it. It's stupid. If you haven't seen it and had it described to you, you would think it's dumb. Yeah. But if you watch it, it's brilliant. It's, and there's so many different, like... You can quote it. You can quote scene. it. Go forever. It's got a it's got a <laughs> banger just randomly dropped in the middle yeah. of the song. Or yes. in the middle of the movie. It's it's a phenomenal movie. And it's so many twists and turns. And you notice different things you, every time you watch it. You watch it once, it. you have to watch it again. Because yeah. there's, 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 a, there's something different every time you pick up. So, that's a... That's... I'm... We got that two movie really is a, that movie is a comedy mixed with action mixed with like drama because there's so much going on and it all wraps up neat, neatly like yes. oh, there's nothing left it's one of the movies that if I'm scrolling through TV and oh brother walk goes on I'm watching it it don't matter no matter the situation so yeah. give me that one to start my next grade number four I went with a comedy okay uh, uh, probably the ultimate sports comedy I don't know many of them that are better uh, Happy Gilmore. I have seen Happy Gilmore so many times. It's honestly probably my favorite Adam Sandler movie. And he had a lot of really, really good movies. Yeah, we're to come next, next time we do an episode, we're going to do a top five Adam Sandler movie. That's Cause tough. That would be the toughest one I think we would ever have That's to do. That's tough. Because there's good ones. But yes, Happy Gilmore is... I've seen it so many times. So many times. And I could watch it Literally over and over and over again, just because it's that good. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, my next movie, Forrest Gump. Good Lord, that's just, on my list too. That, we have, we, that's the first movie me and both have said, "Yep, that's on the list." Forrest Gump. My gosh, what a classic! If you haven't seen, there's two types of people in this world: people that like Forrest Gump and people that are lying. People that have never seen Forrest yeah, Gump. Yeah, because and if you haven't seen Forrest Gump, by uh, this point, you're get out of the get out from under the rock you live under, and watch Forrest Gump. It's amazing. That yeah. like, our grandparents. You got to think. Our grandparents were born in what, probably the forties, early fifties. Every major event of their lives, from the Kennedy assassination, Elvis Presley, you know, Vietnam. It's uh, all in that movie. It's all in the movie. Yeah, and it's done perfect. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hanks plays. I mean, I will say Tom Hanks has the hard job of having to act as a mentally challenged person. Not many people can do it. Not many very people well. can do it. And no. he he walked that line between you know dumb and ridiculously offensive. Like he played it as perfect as you could. Yes, Jenny's. I mean, Jenny's role in that movie is perfect. Perfect. I mean, well, she's not a perfect character. No, Jenny Foster character. But just the the way it's written is just yes. so good. It, it it's man the 14 day lockdown doesn't sound so bad if I get to sit and watch these movies over and over again oh we still got two more <laughs> cause you claim Forrest Gump was on my list so we we had to share one <laughs> rolling in a movie number two I went with a classic an all time classic I mean a top to bottom classic Gone with the Wind see I've never seen you, Gone with the Wind if you watch it, you will understand. But I, I don't. Well, I don't know. So much time has passed from that movie to now that I think it's. I don't know how many people would actually like it. Mm-hmm. But dude, this movie is. 
there's so much going on. Yeah. It's so big. Yeah. It's two different movies in one movie. It's the only DVD. I, you know, back, back showing my age here a little bit, back in my day, you know, sometimes we had those movies where it was two tapes. I've yeah. never seen a DVD like that. Yeah. Gone with the Wind is one. Because it's long. It's long. I mean, okay, just to give you an idea how long it was, when the night, the day I, I bought it at the $5 bin, uh, I started watching it at 7. Guess what time it was done with? 12. 1. <laughs> it's a six-hour movie. There's an intermission. Yeah. Like when this movie came out in 1939, you paid a quarter to watch it, and you killed six hours. Yeah. I mean, there was, say, I've never heard of an intermission in a movie in years. Mm-mm. The movie stops and tells you to go to the bathroom. And you go then because you don't want to miss it. Oh, no. You, you have to. Wow. Well, that's that's another... Dude, I'm t- if, if, if I brought it over here and watched it, you would, one, you'd have to clear your day. Two, <laughs> I, I think you would like it. All right. My third movie on this is Blow. Good Lord. Johnny what Depp. freaking banger movie. Johnny Depp in Blow is phenomenal. It, and... Shout out to my stepdad down in Gulf Shores. He literally every time I go visit him, he's the first night we're there. Because the first night, you know, you usually don't go get anything to eat. Most of the time, it's you kind of just chill. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a drive. It's a bit of a drive, and by the time I get there, I'm pretty wore out. So we might stop and grab some pizza and meet up at the house with it, whatever we do. But every time we sit down for supper, he goes, "I got a movie you need to watch," and it's always blow. And it's and I'm always okay with it. Like I know what he's fixed to say. It, it, here, I mean, I'm, we're sitting there eating, and he goes, "I got something we need to watch," and I know what's coming, but automatically, and I'm perfectly fine with it because I love that movie. It's probably Johnny Depp's best movie. Yes, which is a hard thing because Johnny Depp's got quite a few. Yes, but that is a good movie. So this will be your. This is the final one. Yeah, damn, I actually got two more. How do you get? Because I only said three movies. You just agreed with me on one of my. Yeah, I sacrificed one of my. <laughs> Okay, final one. You ready for this? Yeah. It's the Tom Hanks double feature. Saving Private Ryan. That movie hits me in the heart every time I watch it. Because every time I watch it, there at the end, I'm like, Tom Hanks is going to get away. He'll be fine. And he never gets away. He's never fine. That movie starts off really fast and loud. Yeah. And it just doesn't let up all the way through. Yeah, it's so Saving Private Ryan's a good movie. It's so sad. I wouldn't be upset if that was on. Um, I mean, I mean, none of yours. None of yours. Dude, I'm I, sorry. 1990s Tom Hanks is hard to beat. Um, net coming in next for me since I got to do two in a row. I'm kind of nervous. Um, you better knock it out of the park, there, Chief. Training Day with Denzel. <laughs> That's a good one. I, we I've talked about in the past. Denzel is my favorite actor. Um, and Training Day is one of my favorite movies and I could watch it over and over again. You went pretty diverse with yours. You went with all the different genres. I was trying to get a good balance. Um, I'm literally battling here with the last one on my list because there is so many really good movies out there. None of them really coming out lately. Um, yeah, if you notice, all of our picks are... Older movies. Yeah, that's what, oh, Good Lord, Gone with Wink came out in 1939. Yeah. I went with the old one. Um, but to round out my list, Bull Durham. That's a good one. Man, I didn't even think of that one. Bull Durham. What a sports movie. I, I, wow. 
Crash Davis is my hero. I'm, I, um, I'm, I have a decent little jersey collection in my closet. I want to expand it a little bit more. And Crash Davis is on the list of what I'm going to get. So, there's our top five. Not no, no, no. <laughs> That's not our top five. Um, some of those would be in my top five. Yeah. But that is if I go on a quarantine and for some unknown reason I can only do five movies. Watch five movies the whole time. Those are the five, and you won't see me frown them. I'll be happy because those are it would either one of we could swap lists. I'd still be happy. Um, we'll try and think of some more lists. Well, we don't want to do any on the spot because we do like to give each other time. Yes, because it's, it's hard to come It's up. hard to just think on the spot because you instantly start going with the classics. Yeah. So I'm going to propose a list now. I want you to think about it for a week. Uh, top five uh, country songs. Uh, from 2010 to 2019. Okay. Okay. So now that's going to be a little bit easier because when you said the, when you said the first part of that question. Oh, if we're doing top five country songs, there won't be. I we've know, done that. Actually. We've done that. And it we're was. We're going to do a better one. We're going to take time. Yeah. Because we for, completely forgot Highwayman. I think. We forgot Highwayman. And that's one of that's probably the. I don't think either one of us mentioned George Jones' song. I don't think we did either, and we also didn't mention. R.I.P. Kenny Rogers. Oh, we almost forgot to say Kenny Rogers, the gambler. He's dead today, unfortunately. Rap old age 81. I didn't realize it, but I was doing a little looking up on old Kenny to see what he chart, charted because, you know, I wouldn't alive when Kenny was at his peak. Yeah. You know, no, I no, mostly no. know him from the gambler. Yeah. Islands in the stream. Kenny had 44 hits on the charts, man. The Greatest was one of my favorite songs ever growing up. It was about the kid with the baseball. Yeah. And he went outside and he threw it up and missed it. And yeah. he went from being a hitter to the best pitcher. I mean, it's... But The Gambler, man, golly. That, that's a top... Is that That's a top five song of all time. The Gambler? Yeah. I mean, it's close. Uh, okay, the country song list... When we do the all-time country song list, we're going to have to beat it up. Not top five, top ten. We're going to have to go big on that one. Yeah, but the next one, top five country songs. 2010 to 2019. 2019. We're talking everything from Luke Bryan to Chris Stapleton, everything and in between. Okay, that'll be... I'm going to come at you. There's going to be some freaky ones you wouldn't even think of. <laughs> that, I, can, I can swing with that. That'll be a fun list. But, man... Kenny Rogers, that, that you know, with everything crazy going, this has just been a bad year all around. Yeah, I mean, there's been. there's been you know Kobe Bryant's passing, Kenny Rogers passing. We thought we were going to go to World War Three earlier. Australia was on fire. Yeah, there's uh, locusts devouring crops in Africa. Yeah, right yeah now. I mean, it's right, just it's, been. Can we get a mulligan on it? Something. It's just not been very good. Um, that does it really for our entertainment portion. We do. Oh no, we're leaving one thing. Clown of the week. Clown of the week. Who we got? It cannot be coronavirus related because that will be for the next segment. Yes. So, who's my clown of the week? I got one. All right, let's hear it. Uh, all right, so Taylor Swift came out with a documentary yeah. about her on Netflix. And, you know, okay, Taylor's probably the biggest artist of the last decade. Yeah, everybody knows Taylor Swift. Everybody knows Taylor Swift. And... A couple of years ago, you know, Kanye West had that song called Famous where he was talking about all this stuff. And one of the lines was, you know, I made Taylor famous. Yeah. Uh, which, 
I mean, very well could be true based on the outlook of some things. Well, he released the audio of her. There was this big blow up between him and Taylor. Uh, something about she didn't like the lyric or something. And then Kanye was like, yeah, she did. You know. Well, we during all this, Kanye put a video on Twitter show of, of that Kim, I guess, someone took of him calling Taylor and explaining the lyric. And Taylor being like, okay, yeah, that's cool. And that she was freaking out over nothing. Well, now Taylor... It was a lot. I didn't ever see the documentary, but I saw some big, long article about it, and it kind of blew my mind. Taylor has got the video, and whereas Kanye's was 30 seconds, this whole video is like two minutes. Yeah. And he's just talking all this mad smack about Taylor, making him look like a fool. So Kanye West is your clown of the week. Kanye West is clown of the week. <laughs> well, and, and Joe Osteen, but I just don't like Joe Osteen. <laughs> I'm going to say Bill O'Brien the clown of the week. <laughs> Because, not just because you traded your star receiver, but it came out that he was comparing Hopkins to Aaron Hernandez in the locker room. How, for what? How? I don't understand, but that's just a bad look. And so you're my clown of the week, Bill O'Brien. The real clowns of the week we will talk about in a minute. I'm heated. My blood pressure's already getting up thinking about talking about this. We're going to take a quick little break. For me, <laughs> Craig dropped his laptop on the dog here. <laughs> and uh, we will take a quick break, and we will be back to talk about COVID-19. AKA Kung Flu. The Kung Flu. Um, we'll talk about our opinions on it. I'll give you some updated numbers and my reactions based on those numbers. And then I'm going to go off. So Yeah, the generation after us, I looked this up. Being Zach are millennials, and we get a lot of hate on the internet. <laughs> But it's gen- not us. The, it's the generation after us. They're they're of age now. They yeah. they are finally where we like adults. So yeah. they're about to get it. So uh, it- stay tuned. We'll be right back. We are back. COVID nineteen. Uh, Craig's gonna run through some numbers updates. Um. On a as well worldly as a, scale and a national scale, and uh, as well uh, as a local scale for us. Uh, I've got, you know, what's the government response to this, you know, kind of what some companies are doing to help alleviate the stress, as well as some concerns I have related to it. And then me and Zach are going to discuss, like, societal impact. Potential societal impact. Where it's at now and potentially what it could become Yeah. if we don't get ahead of this. Okay, so just... I looked these numbers up last night, and of course, you know, they changed day to day, and I hadn't had a chance to check them up, but out of Johns Hopkins University, they have confirmed, as of last night, there's 19,285 cases in the United States. And that was as of last night, correct? Yes, it could be probably... How I read today that the numbers shot up 40% overnight, so I'm not going to do the math, but that just shows you, that gives you an idea. Which, there's got, I want to preface this by stating... I don't think it's spreading that fast. Right. We're testing more, and Which, it's causing the numbers to go up. I do think it's spreading. Don't don't. I mean, it's spreading. Don't let don't let us say that and think, oh, it's it's y'all think it's declining. No, it's not declining. You know why it's not declining? Because we don't have a cure yet. Um, the only way it declines is if someone actually fights and you know yeah beats the disease. Because this thing is uber contagious, uber uber contagious, and. Uh, Another reason it's not declining, 
I'll, I'll wait till it's rant time. Well, well wait till it's rant time. And as of last night, there were 249 deaths. I think it's cracked 250 today. Which, based on the numbers I did last night, that's about a 1% death rate. Yeah. Which, considering that, you know, this is an unknown disease, and we're reacting to it kind of slowly, a 1% death rate is pretty good. I will say that if this disease was more dead, any more deadly, like the ones we've seen in the past, the bird flu, the Spanish flu. Spanish flus. We uh, would be. Swine flus. Literally doomed. Yeah. Um. If a disease come around this, with this kind of as contagious as this, and pass, you know, yeah. passing from thing, people to people like this, with a higher mortality rate, we would be screwed. Yeah, we would be. we're really lucky that this isn't a. We see because there's a lot more with the, the the mortality rate is averaged against all ages, but when you break it down by yeah. age group, it shifts dramatically across. It definitely affects older people way more than it affects younger people, but younger people are still being damaged by this. They do say that, you know, even if you do survive, your lungs will be definitely irreparably damaged yeah. in some capacity. Yeah. Severity could depend. Um, and people it, keep pointing towards Italy as where we could be, and I say, well, that is true. But Italy also got it, and they didn't do any instant... Uh, preventative measures. We were already in preventive measures in January. Yeah. Uh, so Italy has had a, quite a few deaths. They've had quite a few cases. It's actually the uh, the epicenter of the diseases in Europe is North Italy. Right. And, and I want to stress that also is that this is all, well, most of these cases are in North Italy, not Southern Italy. Yeah. Uh, it's good to keep it in perspective of location like that because you would think the way the news is talking is just widespread across the United States, but in reality, the New York State has half of the cases in the United States, and it's not that big of a state. It's just well, population population wise, wise yes. But I mean, like size wise, size. no. That's probably the size. I would guess if you measured, you know, square mileage out, is probably as big as Alabama, maybe a little bit bigger. Um. So they have half of all cases. California, uh, so, you know, with New York having half of the cases, I understand their state going on lockdown. California has also went on lockdown, which there's a lot of people in California, so <coughs> that makes quite a bit of sense. California's governor, guys, has come out and pretty much given up on stopping it. He's pretty much said, most of you are going to get this. We have to quarantine everybody. take care of the people. They've, people... The governor of California has pretty much said, unless you are in the range of you're sick already or you're older and you can't fight this and you get it, just everybody quarantine, stay home, and if you get it, take care of yourself and bounce back. Because these older people need these hospital beds. Yeah, they need the hospital beds. They need the ventilators. They need the... They need that more. Like, if I get this, if I get this, and hopefully I don't... um, if I get this, am I going to go get, obviously I'll go get tested, but unless I get to the point where I literally can't breathe, I'm going to try to stick it out yeah. at home. Yeah. Because I've got grandparents and, you know, older people in my family that if they get it, it would be bad and I would hate to know that I was taking yeah. up space for somebody like that. So, yeah. um, The state of Illinois has also issued a statewide lockdown. Uh, now this doesn't mean the whole state shut down. They are, they have actually made lists of what they consider essential business. Yeah. 
And that's just to keep everything somewhat functioning at a basic level. We're talking, you know, your banks, your gas stations, your grocery stores. Yeah, because if uh, stuff like that goes down, then it's, it's not, a that's whole other problem. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, as well as, I mean, I think uh, they think they've said that, uh, I know in Illinois they've said that uh, gun stores are considered essential business. Yeah. Uh, GameStop has actually came out and said that they themselves consider themselves central business. Man, well, I'm going to tell you something. There's one game that I get the hard copy of every year, and it's just tradition at this point, and that's the show. Most of the stuff I buy is on... I have the hard copy in most games. I like having the hard copy. I, I liked it there for a long time, but just the convenience of... Lazy, can't think. Can't go to the dang store buy one. Well, most most of the games that I buy have, are just... I look, I'm look. i looking at the PlayStation Store, and I see one on sale, and I buy it. I mean, there's yeah. not many games that I'm tracking. You know. Well, there's games that I track. And not only that, but dude, GameStop, man. You go in there, and if I, if I find a game that's four years old, and it's ten bucks, and I remember I liked it, I'm gonna cop it because well, then I, mean, I yeah, I've got. I mean, I've got the PS2 and the PS3. No, too. I mean, dude, even on PS4, yeah, there's, there's, there's games. There's that older games that you can get for cheap, cheap, and it is cool. But I don't know. I, I just don't see GameStop being essential. Well, right now, that's all anybody has to do at home other than watch Netflix and Hulu. That's true. Well, so maybe yet, maybe they have a point. Maybe so. Maybe so. But you know, they're trying to just keep the basics running. Uh, which I understand. Uh, I do kind of. I kind of. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little worried about my brother. Uh, he uh, works in Chicago and he came back home because they shut down his business. Uh, and now the whole city's on lockdown in the state. So I'm curious. I don't know. Can, are they letting people back in or? Yeah. So, uh, I think you know in the United States. I think we're doing about all we can right now. We're needing supplies, and you have seen the uh, president invoke the. Uh, the Defense Preparation Act, which kind of puts in these massive orders for, you know, could be anything from military equipment to healthcare equipment, and they're putting in these massive orders for ventilators, um, and you're starting to see companies, which I've never seen. The last time I can think of this happening was really World War Two, was uh, these uh, companies are shifting their production, like GM, Ford, Motor Company, and Chrysler are shifting their production from uh, automobiles to medical equipment. Which is similar to them, you know, shifting their production during the war from to make army vehicles to, to make army vehicles and airplanes and stuff. So I mean, they, we're, we're really seeing like this big whole mobile <coughs> national mobilization to fight this disease. And it's actually kind of cool to me to see for the first time in a really really long time, our country seems to be not Put together, as, not like, as divided, not as divided. That like we're definitely holding the line here. Um, uh, I mean, that's always good to see. People, I think, are also rediscovering, like, you can't just pawn your kids off to iPads and stuff. Like, people are having to figure out their kids and their wives. Like, it kind of bugs me when people put on Facebook, like, how do I entertain my child right yeah. now? Like, good, you know. Because I don't have a kid, so I guess my opinion. I do, and you're, you're here enough to know that my kid is never not entertained. He's yeah. always doing something. Yeah. And most of the time, it's with us. I mean, yeah, he likes watching Mickey Mouse, but... I mean, kids watch TV, but but I mean, if your kid gets home from school at you know three thirty, you plug into the iPad till 
bedtime. It's, yeah. It's probably not constructive. I mean, that's a whole other argument. That's a whole other issue. That that would be way too deep. We would have to really come at that different. But, um, but, but as far as this virus goes, um, I like correct, to, they, they're doing all they can. Literally. The I mean, government's doing all they can do. And I want to talk about Monday. These checks we keep hearing about, you know, these $1,200 checks or, you know, married couples get $2,400 plus 500 per dependent. I've read up on that, and, you know, there's a lot of concern because in 2008, the government did something similar when the banks and the car companies failed. Um, I don't personally agree with that bailout. I don't think you should bail out companies because they made bad decisions and they screwed themselves over. (coughs) But I can understand this bailout because the government is telling us to shut down. uh, Like, you know, and not only that, but, I mean, the government's telling you to shut down this disease. It's very obvious that a lot of people are going to be put out of work. I went to Subway today, and they're only allowing eight people in the building. You know, there's three people who work there, so you only get five in the building. And the Alabama Department of Public Health has said that you can't eat in yeah. there. It's all takeout. So I understand them bailing them out. And they're trying to put these safeguards in place uh, to ensure that nobody who doesn't deserve a bailout gets one. Which is kind of mean to say, but I mean, if you are a millionaire, you probably uh, twelve hundred bucks isn't gonna yeah help you out. But if you're, oh, you know, if you're a bartender or waitress or something, that's yeah, that's your bill I mean, for a month. My, my wife, my wife lost her job because of this. I mean, it's and mine is it's to the point now where mine is you know I could wake up tomorrow and they decide it's not. Same with you. I, I mean, mean, same with me. You know, I work for a Ford dealership, and if they're shipping production for ventilators, we don't get cars or body parts or mechanical parts. Right. You know, how much longer are we going to go? How big's the How big's the stockpile? If they If they stop shipping um, glass mat, then I'm I'm not working. You know, so it could definitely. And I know they got it set up in place for people to get paid while you're off, but still, it's not it's not the same. And like I said, my wife lost her job. That's a lot of income for us. And I think what this government think assistance that they're trying to give is to help people with the unexpected stuff to, as well as like if we're going to tell you to go shut down for 14 days, you got to have 14 days worth of food in your house. Yeah. Not many people Plus have... Plus your light bill, your yeah. water bill are going to go up because you're there more. Not many people have 14 days worth of legit food in their house without having to go get something. You know what I mean? And I know you can go get something. But personally, if I'm going to be on a 14-day quarantine, I want to be on a 14-day quarantine. Which brings me to my... Hold up. I'm not done with numbers yet. I'm almost done with the... I'm almost done with the boring numbers stuff. <laughs> and Zach can go on his rant. Uh, I want people keep talking about Italy. I want to point out that Italy's numbers are very frightening, but you have to remember that A, Italy is a very personal contact heavy culture. Yeah. As well as an interesting fact I found out looking all this up. Did you know that 60% of the population of Italy is over the age of 40? Did not know that. Which means that they're automatically an older population. And so if this disease attacks older people, Italy's going to be at a greater risk just simply because their population is so old. Yeah. Italy has said that roughly 90 plus percent of their cases are old people with underlying health conditions. Yeah. So that means wiping them out like it does. But. Uh, And uh, 
I just want to uh, also give this word of warning. Zach's about to go on his rant after this sentence. Shake the hand of a truck driver because they are they normally don't ever sleep. But now they really now sleep. they really can't. Didn't they lift the hours limit or whatever? Something. There's been some regulations that they've changed for truckers just simply because, because they I know have I, to move. I've seen truckers at my job be parked and we need them to move and they literally can't move because they've yeah they've literally went as far as they can for the day. Like they'll get in trouble if they just move their truck. So yeah, and they've lifted that now. Like. Literally, if you know a truck driver or if you are a truck driver, God bless you because this is you, this this went without you we could, we would not be keeping with the World War II allegory. Yeah, you know the soldiers, the front lines, and all that. Right now, uh, during this virus, the front lines are the grocery stores. So your cashiers, your stock boys, uh, truck drivers, who are getting the supplies where they need to be. Uh, farmers who are making sure that we have food. Yeah. Uh, and your health in healthcare, nurses, yeah. doctors. They are they are they are the frontline soldiers right now, and I I think they're doing a pretty good job. All yeah. things considered, at this point, honestly, I think we're just waiting on a vaccine or something to come into development. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you can contain so much. Yeah. But I think we're just stuck in this holding pattern, waiting for the uh, the well, science part. You know, doctors and nurses, they kind of know going in that this is a possibility. These poor, like, people that work at Walmart or people that work at your big stars, I mean, yeah, they sign, they know what they're getting into, but they have no idea that they're literally, I mean, think of a, think of a. If you're a 16-year-old stock boy, global pandemic with schools canceled does not cross your mind when applying for the job. Yeah, and you're fixing to be stocking every night. Or if you're working a cashier job, and you're coming in contact with hundreds of people every day who may be sick and you don't know it and you're literally face to face with these people every day. Could be bringing it home to your family. So much respect to everybody that Craig just mentioned and here comes my rant. Is, um, a, is the rant about these gosh dang kids? It, 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 I'm gonna talk about them for 100% and I'm gonna let you roast on them as well. Oh, these but children. Here's huh? my thing, and I've been on Facebook and some people are probably getting tired of seeing me post about this virus on Facebook, but I've just been telling people, and I even got called, I got, I'm talking like dogged on Facebook by this lady who, something was said about this virus not being here there's no being confirmed cases in Longdale County, which there are now. There's two. I've heard three. Well, there's two. The CDC has confirmed two. Okay. But there's another rumor about a third one. Yes, that's a pretty solid rumor. Um, but here's the here's the thing. They were they they were telling me that there's no confirmed cases, and I was just simply stating that just because they're not confirmed does not mean they're here. And you brought that up yeah. earlier with your you know we're testing more people now, so obviously it's going to come out. People here were acting like, literally acting like this virus was not here. Like maybe, I don't know, Hunts, it was just going to stop at Huntsville. Like, like 65 yeah, in the river. We're gonna completely provide. forgetting the fact that this thing came from China. Yeah. This thing is at 178 countries right now that this thing is affecting. Do you really think it's not going to get to Florence, Alabama? And I, I've been telling people, don't wait until it's confirmed here to act like it's here. And I'm not concerned about me getting it. I've said that a thousand times. I'm concerned about the elderly. 
Florence, as you know, Craig, is a retirement city. There's a lot of... There's a, Florence has an older population. Yes, it does. My apartment complex, as a matter of fact, there's a bunch of... There's a lot of older people here that... I mean, I, a lot of them I talk, see, talk to every day. You know, they, they visit with my kid, my kid visits with them, blah, blah, blah. If, if this thing starts running rampant in Florence, it could be really, really bad for this city. And people... You literally, it was a confirmed case yesterday, last night, was yeah. the first one. Okay. There's been another one today. There was another one today. And potentially another one potentially today. Potentially another one today. But I'm telling you, there's there's way more than that here. But that's beside the, that's not what I'm talking about right now. People waited this morning when Sam's opened their door. There was a line of so many people crowded up, going into Sam's, getting stuff. And I knew it was coming. I kept saying, when it's confirmed, people, all these people that don't think it's really here are going to lose their minds. And they did. It's been here. It's too late, guys. It's too late to now decide to start acting. I mean, it's all you can do. So please, mm-hmm. unless, you've got, unless you need really have to get out and go do something, don't do it. I, I want to point that out that, you know, I have been, I, I've been critical of society's response to this yeah. virus. Yeah. Uh, but I have personally implemented the social distancing stuff. Like I used to see my grandparents pretty regularly. I only see them once a week now. Well, yeah. except my grandfather, because I do work with my grandfather. Yeah. Um. I don't. I I went to Walmart once. Yeah. In the last two weeks, and that was to get dinner one night because I wanted I, like I I wanted something. Like, yeah. I, and I knew they would have it. Like yeah. I didn't go there for fun. Yeah. Um. I don't really eat out. Yeah, I which mean, is unfortunate because I do want to support people. Uh, wash your hands. We, it's stuff like that. It's simple stuff that won't hurt. And the, then the thing is, twenty percent of the people that get this virus, which was what makes it even worse, never has a symptom. Yeah. So just, that's why I'm staying. Like my grandmother, I used to, I, both my grandmothers. I talked to them. I talked to them just about. You know, I talked to my grandmother every day. Literally talked to her every day, and would used to see her just about every single day. Yeah. And I, I'm not right now for the simple fact that I might be in that 20 percent that's not. Yeah. Symptomatic. Um, so please, people, treat this, and when when it gets to the point of everybody's on you know the restrictions of what you're doing and yeah when, pretty much, when there's the national lockdown and you're mad because trump told you you can't leave your house if you would have been doing it this whole time it would have cleared it would, up it would have it would have never got to that point so you're the reason it's to that point people go into dadgum go i talked to my stepdad in down in gulf shores today he said it was nuts down there until they closed you know why don't get mad at them for closing the beach do you know why they closed the beach because there was thousands of people at the beach did you see the video and i may have shared it of like uh, there was a news organization i guess it was the miami beach local news one yeah. of their stations interviewing the spring breakers and these you know they're like you know we came down here to have a good time despite everything the quarantine is not like okay i get you're healthy and you think you're not gonna get it or yeah. if you get it you'll be fine okay because i have a very similar mindset to that but i've also taken the precaution that isn't just for you it's for grandma and grandpa yeah, it's it's for you know we don't children seem to be holding up fine for it, but you don't want to be the one who gets a seven year old sick. Okay, here's and here's I'm gonna leave I'm gonna say this. 
with what you're saying. The mortality rate's one percent. I get that. Think of a hundred people. I know for a fact, if you're one of these people running around like this, doesn't matter. Think of a hundred people that you know. Yeah. If you infect a hundred people, which the hundred people that you come in contact with the most that you care about, one of them's gonna die statistically. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. I don't want to. I don't want to be the reason for that. Yeah. I mean, so no. So you don't get to go to Miami Beach one year. I went. I went. I went to spring break, guys. I know exactly what's happening. It's, it's not, underrated. Looking back on it, you're gonna, re, you're gonna think about. I mean, two things in your from how much money you spend at spring break, and then your senior trip when everybody gives you money and yeah. then you go spend it all on senior trip, which I didn't do. I went and played baseball, but I seen people do it. If you could have took that five grand that you got from being a senior. Yeah. Which I didn't get that much, but I know people I, I who did. Didn't. I know people who did that. Right, but that's beside the point. But if you had took whatever you got and spent it on something productive, it would have been. Trust me. Yeah. You'll 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 it'll be it'll be more worth it in the long run. But don't don't go to Miami Beach and share beer and share past jewel pods around like they're going out of style. Like please. Yeah. First off. Back in my days, we didn't have jewel pods, so we, we had to we had to provide our own stuff. <laughs> uh, those were expensive and hard to get at the time. Yeah. Um, second, just God, I just don't understand it. Like you get the whole semester at home. Yeah. Like, and you're probably gonna get your you're probably gonna get your board and room and fees back. They're asking you. To stay at home. To stay at home. Watch Netflix. Play Xbox. Do play your class stuff. And and if you got if you're one of the few who still has a job, go to work. Yeah. yeah. And if you're like me, my job has said that if we're shut down and affected by this, that two weeks that they're wanting, we would be paid one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, if you're fortunate like that, that's awesome. But if you're not and you're saying, Well, if this shuts down, I won't get paid, well guess what? It's going to get shut down if you don't stop because that's going to be the only option because every state's going to be like New York and California where everybody has it. And it's, well, you mentioned this one where your initial reaction to this was the hospitals are going to get full and they are. Yeah, I mean, they're handling about as well as as you would hope they are. But but. Helen Keller Hospital and NAMC and Shoals Hospital. It's it's not they, meant for everybody in the city to be sick. No, this is not meant for everybody to get and ill. My one of my grandmothers had to go to the hospital last night by way of the emergency room because she has really bad COPD and she had a really bad flare up. And if this virus gets to the point where there's no room for people like her, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good at all in any shape, form, or fashion. So please. And when this 14-day quarantine hits, because it's just a matter of time at this point, if things keep going the way it's going, that it gets to the point where we're here, you're at home for 14 days and, unless you have to go out, and they're making you do it instead of just suggesting you to do it, Yeah. and you're mad about it, like Craig said, it's your fault. Don't listen. I, I, I'm going to say I don't want to give the government any more power than they have. Right. And in fact, I want to reduce their power quite a bit. Don't give them the power to shut down the whole country by martial law because you had to go get twerk or get twerk on in Miami Beach, blind drunk. Yeah, there will be time to twerk and get twerked on because next it, spring break. Because here's the thing. Because here's the thing. With this virus, it's so contagious. You go do your thing. Let's say there's a thousand people at a, at, at the beach. Yeah. 
and going into it, three of them are sick. The rate that this disease spreads, there's going to be a lot of people leaving sick. And since their schools are shut down, they're going to have to go home. Home. And for 14 days, they might not even know that they're sick. Or the whole time, they might not know they're sick. So they go with their everyday life, and they go visit grandma. Or they go visit mom and dad or whatever, who then goes and visits this person. I mean, it literally, this disease, this, it's not a disease. This virus is very, very contagious. And... Wash your hands. Yeah, wash Sit at the house. It ain't that bad. Listen... We all complain about work and how much we wish we was home. Well, guess what? You're about to get. We it. about to be home. <laughs> and and if you don't get paid, um, I'm sorry, but the government is going to send you something. And most uh, people, hopefully, it how that would work is the Senate has to pass a bill, House Representative has to pass a bill, and well, surely they have. Well, sh- well, that and you, do you want to be the person keeping these people out of work? Because yeah, this f- is an election year. If the funds are there. If the funds are there, it needs to be done. And they've said, they said, if you make over $75,000 a year, you're not going to get it. I don't know if that means individually or combined. I saw that if you you make that much, you get it, but the amount you get goes down per, like, $1,000. You go over that. You get a certain amount less, and once you hit a certain plateau, it stops completely. Yeah, you're not getting any. Which is awesome. It's helping the people that needs help, which yeah. is what it needs to do. And if you if you're one of the people, lucky ones that get paid to be off, be thankful. And if you're not, hang in there. Hopefully, we'll, help will be on the way. Yeah, but if people would take this serious and do what we're doing now, like yeah, Craig's here and we're doing this, but we gr- haven't showed symptoms in the last two weeks, so we yeah. feel pretty confident in yeah. each other. And we're not, I mean, if I was sick or Craig was sick, we wouldn't be here. But we're not going anywhere, guys. We're here. Yeah. Craig got out of his vehicle, walked in the apartment. We walked out back to grill, and that was it. Like, yeah, we're here. So that's it, guys. Please do it. Not, not for you, not for me, not for, but for, for the grandma old people. and grandpa. Yeah. And if you're one of these heartless fools who say they'll just die anyway, I'm going to let a 20-year-old make a, make a decision about your health care when you're 80. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing, it, you say it won't happen to me. It won't happen to me. I'm telling. What if it does happen? What if have it you does? thought about that? What Think of, I mean, if you have the relationship with your grandparents that I have with mine, and I know that Craig, and I mean, like, literally, that's crushing to think about something. Yeah, I felt there. really bad because I got the flu last year, and I went down to Grandma and Grandpa's because I had to, I had to do something, and my grandfather got the flu about a week later. Yeah, and I was felt terrible about that. Yeah. So just think about that, people. And when we're locked down, don't be mad because don't, I better not see y'all hating on Facebook. And then if I go to your profile and it shows you pictures, Miami spring break, it's your fault. Yeah, I'm. You're just a hundred percent. I'm mad not, at you. Not even that. I went. I live. I didn't go to Dabber Park. I live right by Dabber Park. I mean, literally, yeah. I could throw a rock and be on the walking trail in Dabber Park. The first day that school was out, um, you couldn't have parked at Dollar Park. Uh, there were so many people there. So not just going to buy, don't do that. Um, I seen a Facebook post, and I'm not gonna say names. I don't really remember the name, and I think I unfollowed the person while I seen it that said, day three of quarantine, me and the kids went to town to blah, blah. No, 
That's not day that's three. Not, that's not that's day three of spreading it if you've got it or, or begging for it. it. Um, so oh, I've had a lot of people tell me that I'm being very, very overdramatic about this thing, and maybe I am. And hopefully, in a month, I can look back and say that I was. But I would much rather that be the case than come back in a month and say, "Holy crap, we're still dealing with like this is still yeah. a big problem." Yeah, I want this to be kind of cleared up by April. Yeah. That would make me feel, or at least this number's going down. That has been another one the last couple of days. You know, this could all change from Monday morning. China's done. Well, don't get me started on China about (laughs) this. The last couple of days, U.S. deaths have declined. Like, the total deaths that day, the the numbers went down. I mean, it could shoot back up tomorrow morning. I don't know. Yeah. But it has went. That's usually a good sign. But here's another thing, too, Craig. Since we haven't, you know, testing hasn't been a thing, how many of our elderly people that have had pneumonia and died of pneumonia or died of something just in their sleep, how many of them was that that we didn't know? I mean, that would be a very hard number to... You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, so just like, don't let the numbers going up fool you and think that it's getting worse. Don't let the death numbers going down fool you to think that this thing is going away right now because it's not. Yeah, I th- we still need proper caution. Don't give up and be like, okay, well, we're good. We're going to keep, no, don't go. I mean, it's not ready for that. And each step that this country takes from uh, from the city up to the, you know, yeah, top, from the mayor of your city to the president of the United States, each precautionary step they're taking is a step closer to that two-week shutdown. Getting rid of it. It's a step, and it's a step to that. So every time they say do something and they request you to do something you don't do it, you're just taking another step towards the lockdown. Yeah, and I don't want the lockdown. I don't, I don't want the president to be telling me that I can't go nowhere. I don't either. I don't want to be locked down. I mean... I'd be mad. I don't like giving up that kind of power. As, like I said, as a family... the, from the day my wife got laid off from her job at the restaurant up the road, she hasn't went anywhere. My son hasn't went anywhere. They're not going anywhere. I'm, if we need to go get something from, a, from the store, I'm going to get it because I'm still going to work. If it gets to the point where I'm not going to work, nobody's going anywhere. For 14 days, we're here, and I'm fine with that. You should be too, and if you're not, it's your fault. You're the, you're the reason it's going to be there. Well, I know this episode got long, but what else are you going to do but listen? And yeah. what else are we going to do but talk? I mean, seriously, like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't trying to sound like a, you know, yeah. but there's, sports I is canceled. Have, Everything's canceled. I have been trying to rediscover myself. I've been re-listening to the Beatles. This last decade's got me out of whack. I'm going to use this quarantine to try and, yeah, and re- I mean, I, redraw I, I, the line. I've been, you know, I've had... This is a good time to do a vibe check. Yeah, right. It's a good time to sit down and do a deep vibe check, you know. And honestly, people, I will say this: that now that now we're beyond COVID nineteen, we're getting into some personal stuff here. Um, yeah, it's usually time we need to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like, sit down and think about who's with you and who's not with you. Like for real, Re- like, we start to relearn to reappreciate. This is a very cliche like thing, but. The smaller the circle, the better. And people say that, but for real, like, if you can keep it to where you're, I don't know, I'm not saying having a lot of friends is a bad thing, but 
you're not gonna have you're not gonna find very many friends in your life that's gonna be with you through. Yeah. This is a yeah. This is quarantine is a good time to do a vibe check. Yeah. Find find your people, and rediscover yourself. Rely, you know, be there for your people. Your people's gonna be there for you. I'm I'm hoping to come out this quarantine a lot more mellowed out. Yeah. Which is really hard because I'm already a pretty mellow guy. Yeah. So just be safe out there, people. Wash your butt. Do, do your thing. Do your two. Do you look? Two weeks ain't nothing, man. In the grand really scheme of things, it really ain't. Because if you mean to tell me for two weeks I can sit at home and I don't have to deal with this for another, because Trump has said if we don't get a hold of this thing, this could be a eighteen month ongoing. Because here's yeah, the thing. and I don't want to deal with this for the next year and a half. Because here's the thing: this virus. It, yeah, heat, it don't like heat, right? Yeah, well, they think they it They think doesn't. it don't like heat. If they're saying if it acts like a like an influenza, it would not. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, it's going to get hot, but it's going to get cold again. Yeah. If we don't get this thing in check, it's going to be bad, guys. Yeah. So, so hunker down, be safe. Be thankful that... Be thankful if you got a job. If you don't have a job, honestly, it's going to sound bad. If you don't have a job right now because you work in a restaurant... Walmart's hiring stalkers. Yeah. And they'll probably hire you on the spot. Yeah. They you need a little, and they, they know it's a temp job until everything shakes out. Yeah. And you know it's a temp job until everything shakes yeah. out. And if you don't want to go back, if you just want to do that till you go back to where you are, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but seriously, stay safe. Hunker down. Wash your butt. Let's kick this thing in the butt, man, and get it over with. Um, uh, before we go, I just want to state one fact. And one fact only. China lied. People died. Yeah. Far for the course at this point. Yeah. And there, as far as the Alabama, Tennessee section. Um, Tennessee's got a whole bunch of cases. Bama's catching up. Right now we're in the lead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, as far as Craig's actual home area, I don't think you have any, right? Wayne County has not reported any. Now that they, now it's been confirmed that there's some in Wayne County, or there's some in Lauderdale County. Yeah. I don't think... It'd be too far behind for Wayne County. It's, it's everywhere. We've yeah. been saying this for it's it's everywhere. They're just now we're just now test, just now we're just now getting the test kits in to find so, it. So, um, yeah, it's here in Lauderdale. I mean, it's literally like Petersville, which is right up the road. Right up the road. I, I lived in Petersville a long time, so it, yeah. I mean, it's here. So be careful, people. Hunker down. Stay safe. It's not about you. It's about it's about grandma and grandpa. Yep. And the children. And the children. So, but not them daggum generations Z. <laughs> it's y'all's fault. It's y'all's fault out here twerking on each other. <laughs> Passing all kind of... All kinds of diseases, not just coronavirus. This is a big... Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a clown of the week. This is, I'm going to give you my... We, we, we already did clown the of the week. That was the last segment. I forgot, though, but listen. I forgot about this person. The person that started the corona challenge where they licked the toilet seat in the airplane. That can't be real. Okay, it's real. Okay. No. It's real. She did it. Um, you're a clown because you got a lot more than coronavirus licking that toilet seat. Dude, that's bold licking the toilet seat. I don't know, dude. They're probably cleaning the plane regularly now. I wouldn't lick no toilet seat for nothing. Ah, uh, money talks. But anyways. All right. Next week we'll come <laughs> back. We'll have how much money will it take for Zach to lick a toilet seat? <laughs> Along with the new list that we got to come up with, and hopefully we'll have. Uh, hopefully we'll have a, a slowdown of corona numbers. And we'll have a positive positive message message to talk about but until then stay safe hunker down wash your butt wash your butt